Welcome to the English. Hello, listeners, and welcome to the English Waffle, a podcast for learners of English to help you improve your listening skills by listening to real conversations. On this podcast, I talk about different topics with my co-host Mike. We give tips to learners about how to use grammar, particularly with regard to spoken English. We have fun, we interview guests, and sometimes we play some music. The idea is that regular listening can be beneficial to your English long term, but also,、uh, if you want dedicated English lessons to accompany your listening practice, you could consider trying out a one-to-one lesson with English Waffle. To find out more about this and also discover the quizzes and transcripts that accompany this podcast, go to EnglishWaffle.co.uk/forward/slash/create-an-account to find out more. This podcast is free for you, our listeners, and that's made possible by donations from you. You can make a donation, however small, by visiting BuyMeACoffee.com/forward/slash/EnglishWaffle. English listening. In this episode, I'm having a conversation with Anton. Anton is one of my students, and when I suggested we record an episode for the podcast, he said, "Okay." As you will hear, he is a good communicator and storyteller. I think you'll find his story particularly interesting if you're thinking of coming to live in the UK, or even just coming to visit. We talk about some of his experiences since he arrived、um, with his partner this year.、Uh, we offer this episode as part of our commitment to explore and share world Englishes.、Uh, while many of you will need to practice listening to British accents, many more of you may never speak to a British English speaker. Um, as we mentioned on the podcast before, most of the people around the world using English、uh, to communicate are not native English speakers.、Uh, you are using English, English as a second, third, and sometimes fourth language to communicate、uh, with others whose first language is not English. Um, so um, here's Anton, Anton, from Siberia in Russia, now based in London. Let's get waffling. English listening. Hello, Anton. How's it going? Hi, Ivan.、Uh, great.、Uh, doing great.、Uh, you know, just、uh, just today,、uh, I have a st- very strange experience in my pool.、Uh, they switched the direction of uh, of uh, of the swimming, and because of that,、right. one、uh, one line was like a British road, and the other three <laughs> lines were like European <laughs> road.、Uh, so it's yeah,、uh, it, it is. It is a great Monday. Okay, well, and, and very, very、um, relevant to our chat tonight,、uh, given that we're now, gonna, you know, we're, we're going to be talking about your experience of coming to live in the UK.、Um, that's maybe we can start with that. What, what's all this about swimming? Do you do you, do you, do, you tr- do swimming training, or do you do you go to lessons? What, what's that about? Yeah, I'm taking lessons、uh, just to swim a little bit faster、uh, than I than I do right now,、uh, and yeah. Basically, I just enjoy swimming. I started to enjoy swimming not not long ago, a couple of months ago, and now I try to swim better, faster, and、uh, further away. Wow. Okay. Because I mean, it's something I I had lessons when I was younger,、uh, obviously to learn to swim. But、um, it's not something I'd cons- I've considered doing later in life.、Um, is, is is there a specific reason why you wanted to learn to swim faster? Or Ah,、uh, there is no special reason for that. I just enjoy swimming, and、uh, well, there is one reason. I would like to get to this、uh, to this fast lane where there are less people in the pool. <laughs> <laughs>、right. So、uh, for one,、uh, for one, and、uh, another 
like a distant dream of for myself. I, I don't know if I if I'm going to pursue this dream or not. Uh, to swim across something bigger than the pool. Uh, to try open swimming, for example, swimming across Bosphor, or even English Channel. But I'm not so sure about that because oh. English Channel is harsh. It's like <laughs> 30 miles or so in the freezing water. So. Actually, I, I have a I have a friend. Um, he's he's a Mexican Mexican Irish guy, and um, he lives in Spain in Madrid, and he his sister swam the channel and he so he he and his family they all came over they uh, met all met in dover and they were there on the boats uh, accompanying her as she went across the the channel and uh, yeah she amazing. did it amazing yeah, yeah. That, 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 that's amazing because you you need to spend 17 hours at least oh like from from 10 to to, to 17 hours uh, in in freezing water yeah. swimming yeah. and you, you you can't touch the boat you can't touch other people and they feed you from the steam because <laughs> uh, by the rules you, you can't touch anyone uh and you don't have an insulation because uh, the rules the first swimmer across the English channel didn't use any, any oh, okay that's so all right yeah goose grease for the for thermal insulation so yeah that, this is a hardcore swimming. wow that is amazing yeah i mean for me the worst thing is not the cold i don't think I mean, I'm saying this, but the worst thing is not the distance, although I don't know if I could swim that far. But the worst thing for me is thinking about what's underneath me in the sea. I've always had this thing, because I don't go to the sea very often, and I've always had this thing about, well, you know, what's down there if I can't see what's down there? Uh, I don't know, it's, it's kind of a bit of a phobia, I suppose, that... Um, yeah, yeah, you know, I, I understand that. Uh, and especially uh, when I... Uh, tried my first like first uh little experience of uh, open water swimming this is just basically me jumping off the marina and uh, swimming <laughs> for like 15 minutes yeah and yeah it's it, it is very different from the cozy uh, uh cozy uh, pool and uh, yeah. and having all everything visible visible and you have all the rules there and you have lanes and here no lanes no uh, right. no anything no uh, no vision so yeah yeah yeah, that's, yeah. That's right, yeah. so yeah so you i think we we perhaps need to give a bit of bit of context here onto because um the reason we we we're, we're, we're talking about the uk is because you moved here relatively recently right just tell tell us about that how how long ago did you move here and just how how's it going yeah uh that, that's right so uh we moved here with my wife uh from the first of February, uh, and uh, if you describe it with one word, it's amazing. It's uh, it's so great. Uh, this, sorry, but, sorry, yeah, just, just, uh -huh. just, just interrupt. Sorry, sorry. First of February this year, you, you yes, moved. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. This year, so it, it has been uh, like seven months or so. Yeah, I mean, you, you thought it was a good idea to do such a, a life-changing thing uh, during a pandemic, a global pandemic. You thought that was a good idea. Uh, probably, yeah, probably it's not a good idea, but you, you know, the irony uh, is that um, somehow we made this decision thanks to pandemic, uh, right. because when uh, when the, the whole thing started, we realized yeah. that we have to spend the, uh, <clears throat> have to spend the summer in our tiny apartment in Moscow. And we decided to rent a country house um, near, nearby Moscow. And this summer was a kind of uh, reloading for us we understood that hey yeah uh why don't me why don't we move further and move to other country we thought about it uh, for a long time and contemplated 
for several years, but you know how it goes. Uh, things are, uh, 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 you have ongoing things, work, projects uh, and yeah. stuff, and you yeah. always delay it. And yeah. we just thought, yeah, maybe it's a good time. But definitely uh, moving in uh, during the pandemic uh, has its, its challenges. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I mean, because I'm in this kind of a similar situation one year before, well, actually six months before the pandemic hit, um, we we moved as well. So we moved from Spain to the UK and we had a little bit of time to kind of get into the swing of things and, and um, you know, get used to living in the UK. We didn't do too much because we were focusing mainly on the, the area we moved to, uh, finding work, getting my son used to going to school, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, and then the pandemic hits um, six months later, more or less. Um, and so have you been able to really experience anything? Um, I, suppose, well, I suppose there are two questions. What, one was, what were you expecting from the UK? What were you expecting to find? And then the second question is, what have you been able to do uh, since you came here? Oh, uh... <clears throat> So, you know, my expectations were more or less aligned with the, what what, what uh, we we met uh, right. here. Uh, I only need to say that my expectations were actually a little bit lower. I wouldn't expect right. that uh, I would come out to the street every day and see how beautiful things are. <laughs> uh, so this, uh, you know, sometimes you, you, you live your life, you, you know, there are there, uh, several months have passed and you live yeah. your life, you go by and suddenly, oh, I'm the UK, it's beautiful here. And it's <laughs> it's like sudden shock. And uh, uh, just yesterday, I, I looked through the photos from, from the year, I just made a list of travels, uh, internal travels in the UK. Yeah. Uh, for some reason, I like lists. Uh, and uh, <laughs> And I just realized that it was quite an adventure, and uh, yeah. we've seen uh, we we haven't seen the whole country, of course, right. but uh, yeah, it was uh, it was a great year. Uh, but we we knew where we, we came to because we uh, we both visited uh, UK before, uh, and uh, as as you go, you just start to understand that uh, uh, you have more knowledge and more cultural connections uh with the with the culture so so yeah it was uh, uh it was like they say in this surveys exceeding expectations but it's not, <laughs> it's not the world uh, that i would describe uh our experience yeah okay let, let, let's get so let's get specific now so what, what uh -huh. sort of things have you done just just give us some examples of the things you've done since you've been here uh mostly traveling around so we visited a couple of places in london uh i'm afraid that i know i i'm lousy in geography and uh, <laughs> uh, i failed miserably to, to know moscow <laughs> in like seven years or, or so living in moscow right. and i think that i might know london better than moscow by wow. now okay. Uh, okay at least like i can i can distinguish west end from east end and uh, yeah. tell that uh, yeah where, where portobello is uh, not outside of London, well, but inside of London. Well, so, you're, okay. you're ahead of me. I mean, I think I've been to Portobello, but I'm not really sure if, where it is now. I don't know. Yeah, it's West End, very close right. to very close to Hyde Park. Right. Uh, and so, we, yeah, we uh, traveled to several locations around the UK, uh, mostly seashore, because we both like sea, cold, warm, whatever. If it's sea, it's, it's great. <laughs> uh, 
we went uh, to the place which is called uh, Jurassic Coast, uh, which right. is uh, now the coast which contains several geological epochs, and there are lots of things. But basically, this this is a huge hiking uh, shore hiking route, and yeah. you can uh, you can see beautiful landscapes uh, over the sea there. Whereabouts is that, and, and, and some of the nearest kind it's of towns? South. Uh, uh, I think it covers several uh, uh, several counties was that yeah so, uh, so dorset yeah. is uh, yeah. dorset is one uh, and i think devonshire is is another so it goes across the counties and yeah it's it's to the south to the south right. uh west to, right. to london right uh also what else we went to wales uh, it was a little bit weird uh, itinerary uh, so we went to south wales and then to oxford and then to cambridgeshire uh but Mostly, mostly to to the South Wales, oh. and yeah, Wales is 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 different from England, and it's amazing, and uh, it's the best uh, road trip experience that I have ever had. Right, uh, okay. because wow. uh, roads are so uh, they're narrow, yeah, uh, yeah and yeah. they are they are very picturesque, and yeah. uh, and you can stop in the villages here and there, and when you have convertible in this in the summer, it's. It's just amazing. Yeah. yeah. Did you notice the the signs? Uh the signs. Uh... Yeah, I, I I don't know if everybody from outside the UK uh, realizes that when you cross over the border in, into Wales, all of a sudden you've got this other language. Uh, Oh yeah. Everywhere. yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that, that's right. Uh, we we haven't noticed uh, the sign of moving. Uh, I mean, the sign that says "Now you are in Wales." In Wales. Right, right. But but yeah, you, you start to understand from the different uh, language. <laughs> I think it's Welsh, right? Uh, it's Welsh. Yeah, yeah. yeah uh, so, so yeah, yeah. We, we've seen that, and uh, it's kind of hard to read uh, when you <laughs> have zero knowledge of the language. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's, it's it's quite surprising for some people because. Um, the assumption is that well, the UK it's all all English, but uh, yeah, no, we've got a few remnants of uh, of our um, Celtic uh, past. But yeah, no, Wales Wales is nice. Um, I haven't managed to take my family down there yet, but we have just booked some tickets to uh, go to a, a pretty big concert in Wales in Cardiff in may or june next year i think um so we'll be traveling there I mean, it takes oh, well, about... what's, what, what's, what's the concert uh what, what is the band um have you heard of this guy called uh ed sheeran is he i have heard of him <laughs> for sure <laughs> i i will fail miserably in naming one song of uh, yeah me too. Him, but, but yeah that, that, that's great and the I... city the city is awesome yeah um, yeah, I went there once for a long time ago when I was younger, but I, I don't really remember. I think I think pretty quickly we went around the city and then got on a ferry to Ireland. So mm -hmm. I don't really remember uh, much about it. Um, what what's, what would you like about it? What's what's good about Cardiff? Uh, it's um, it's a kind of for me it appeared like uh, like a kind of mix uh, of the British or English city with European city, uh, and it's. Uh, it, it has several several places to visit. I I um, I can't remember the name of it, uh, but basically there is a, uh, there is a stone tomb uh, in the middle in the middle of the field, and it is just uh, so 
so great and there's not no one there this is a touristic spot but uh, we when we uh, went there 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 were zero, there were zero people there right right and uh, it's, it is just so great to walk around this ancient ancient stones in the uh, in the field and uh, seeing uh, seeing grass and uh, and sky and uh, birds chirping so yeah, it, yeah. it's yeah. it's cool uh, but the city itself uh, uh yeah, it's it's a cozy cozy city to walk around, uh, and you you can go to Cardiff Castle, which is great as I think most castles in in, in the UK. That's that's another thing that I that's like true. here. Yeah. You you can just uh, you 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 I think you cannot travel for more than one hour without seeing any any anything like castle or something like that, and you can just drive by. Uh, you know, the, the other day. Uh, this is coming back to your question. What yeah. what was what was your, what were your expectation? What you you've met yeah. here? Uh, it just strikes me that a long time ago we planned a trip, a uh, special trip to the UK, uh, just to visit Stonehenge and then go to uh, Jesus Christ Superstar uh, in Barbican in London. Right. Okay. Wow. So there, there were combination. just two things. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah kind of. <laughs> kind of ancient mix, ancient yeah. site druids and then uh, Jesus Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, they 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 they're connected in somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and now we just went went uh, somewhere for another road trip and we were we just passed by stonehenge just occasionally like that and you can go to royal albert hall just for a weekend and uh, and visit it it's it's so great yeah yeah um i was going to come back to uh, your expectations and then some more of your experiences and and uh, when i when i think about um comparing the UK to anywhere else I always think of Spain and and I spent 15 years in Spain and people constantly compared talked about Spain and the UK and most of the time they were all very very grateful they lived in Spain and those those who had come over to the UK were quite happy to go back to Spain after after having spent some time in the UK and, and the reason there the, the, the were always the same old um, complaints about the UK and they were the food, they said the food was rubbish. Uh, okay. They said the uh, weather was rubbish um, and the people were rubbish. So they, yeah, they, they would go to Ireland, they would go to Scotland, and they said the people were lovely, such such nice people. Um, and then they would come to England and basically everywhere was unfriendly and cold. Um, and, and I spent you know, 15 years getting quite annoyed by all this and, and being quite defensive. And interestingly i I've, I've come over and in a sense you know i can kind of understand what they what they mean um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and so i'm interested to know your your perspective what what it is you you thought the country was going to be like you know what the people were going to be like or what the food was going to be like etc etc and then what have you discovered all right so let's uh, let's go one by one uh first the weather well, uh, <laughs> if you come from Spain, you can complain uh, complain the weather. You uh, can, right? I, yeah, you, you can, can. You can. Yeah. Sure, sure, yeah. sure. Uh, and um, it's an, it's November now, and I kind of start to understand, understand uh, these complaints about the weather because winter is not so bright as uh, summer. <laughs> might be a little bit grey. But you know, when you come from, um, I I was born in Tumen. It's, it's a city in the center of Siberia. So. Right. Uh, 
you can imagine that quite harsh and, and short uh, summer and uh, quite long and harsh winter. Yeah. Uh, and 2,000 kilometers from any sea. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, so when you uh, when you compare with with that, UK climate is perfect. No, you can't it's lose. Just great. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you know, you, if you can't freeze to death uh, uh, at at any time uh, of the year, it's yeah. it's great. You're doing well. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> what a great place to live. <laughs> yeah. Even compared to Moscow, uh, I don't like uh, Moscow winters a lot because right. uh, it's a lot of mud. And it's yeah. uh, it doesn't have snow. It, okay. Instead of that, it's just around zero Celsius. Right. Uh, and November. Was the most depressing month uh, for me in Moscow because right. uh, it's it's not uh, it's not uh, Christmas time yet. Uh, right. So December is better. Uh, but anyway, uh, and also so compared to that, British climate is awesome, and you you just enjoy it every day. Uh, and another thing that uh, I know that British people complain a lot that cha- weather is changing, and uh, mm. you you can't predict the weather. No. Which is great uh, <laughs> for me because you have a chance to see the sun uh, to, to, see, to see the sun every day or every other day, and yeah, if you catch this five minutes, <laughs> you you will be fine. Yeah. Um, that's, that's a very positive and, way of looking at it. Yeah, you, you get variety, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's right. Even even now in November, uh, I think today morning was quite sunny, and yeah. uh, you could you could go to the garden and enjoy. Uh, and enjoy the sun. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, what else? Food. I disagree at all because uh, e- even if we don't take uh, uh, don't take other cuisines which you you can eat in London, yeah. uh, and I think around around the UK too. If you just take traditional British uh, British food, it's great. I mean, right. what's what's bad in right. uh, Sunday roast or <laughs> yeah, like Sunday roast. or yeah. fish and chips? If 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 you have a great fish with with chips yeah it's perfect yeah uh and um, i think gastropub's uh, tradition it it came from from the uk so it's not gastro doesn't come from uh, from the rubbish food it, it comes from from great food so yeah i like it um and maybe uh maybe uh it's also because uh, i come from russia and uh russian food traditions are more or less alike uh to the British food traditions because right. not not as much uh, spices as uh, as in let's say in Spain or Middle East uh, and uh, yeah yeah so so Actually, I, maybe, maybe that's a, maybe that's a misconception I think in in Spain there aren't really many spices in the food it, that what they they pride themselves on f- locally sourced fresh produce um, and a wide range of meat meat um, products you know lots of ham. Um, and really good seafood, you know, freshly, freshly caught seafood, and and really the amount of um, spices they put in is 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 quite limited, and so they, and certainly, so if if we're talking spicy food in terms of hot food, they really really don't like hot food. It's it's you know you go to an Indian restaurant in Spain, and the 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 hot dishes. Are really quite mild you know but, but oh, for, really? for, for, for spanish people that, that, that's enough no they're hot enough in terms of spice so yeah they, they're quite their ingredients there's a lot of olive oil obviously and and their ingredients are quite um in a sense quite plain but it allows the the natural taste of the food to come through and there's lots of great stuff there there is there is some really nice stuff and um what about the um 
the people then on some what do you think have you have you have you have you been able to to kind of meet people uh, during the pandemic is it is it possible well <sighs> Welcome to the English world. Well, we had to cut Anton off there because the, the episode was getting too long. Uh, he was about to tell us about his experiences with people in the UK. And if you want to know what he says, you'll have to wait for part two. I will edit it and publish at some point. Um, if we get a lot of people writing in to say they want to hear it now, I'll try to find time to do it sooner. So... Please write in and tell us if that's what you'd like. Um, I think you'll agree Anton is a really engaging speaker and um, we heard about some of his experiences in the UK uh, from his mission to cross the English Channel um, without a boat uh, to his kind of blasé, uh, kind of indifferent attitude to driving past Stonehenge. Ah, yeah, it's only, it's only Stonehenge. Um uh, it's the kind of thing you do when you've you've got um, these things on your on your doorstep when you've got them really really close to where you live. Um, so, and we're just getting into the juicy details of his opinions about British food, weather, and people. Um, so, listen out for that. Um, as good as his English language skills are, Anton does of course have some issues. Um, he can't always find the words he needs to express his ideas. Uh, yeah, I can I can relate to him there, uh, and there are one or two moments which uh, sound quite non-native. Um, you may have noticed that he he leaves out or omits determiners at times. So these are typically things like articles, a uh, or the, um, and that's uh, typical for Russian speakers. There's um, uh, interference from uh, his first language there. Um, and there are also some unusual word combinations or, or collocations. Uh, for example, he says, I made a list of internal travels in the UK, which would be better expressed as I made a list of trips so rather than travels and around the UK, uh, which he tried to express by the idea of internal travels, which, which you know, makes sense, is logical, but it's probably not something that... that uh, uh, a British person would say. Um, um, I feel confident that Anton has enough generosity of spirit to share both his mistakes and his feedback with you, the the listeners. Um, so thank you, Anton. And we're going to use the recording to give Anton more feedback and identify areas for improvement. So we'll be able to share more of that on the website in the episode notes. For now, that's it, and we'll be back soon with the next in the uh, British Accent series um, with Mike, and until then, keep waffling. Welcome to the English Waffle, where we'll talk about random stuff. We'll take you on a journey where you'll find out soon enough that listening to the waffle is an entertaining way. Of sharing with you foreigners the things that British people say. Woo! So join us on the waffle and strap yourselves in. For ten whole earth in minutes of English listening.